Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This week on Down the Wire, we are talking to each other half a country away. It's Tom's first episode in L.A., and guess what? Most of us don't care, but we're going to know what he's been doing in the City of Angels. Also, we are talking the NBA playoffs. It's been a wild weekend and week and other days of sports. All this and more coming at you. Okay, okay, episode 19, first the one, big one, nine. big one nine, the most irrelevant birthday after 18. Well, I mean, the 18's not irrelevant, I you, said, you, become an, you become an adult, honestly, 19 is the worst birthday of all time. That's what I just said. Yeah, but, but it's not irrelevant. I mean, yeah, it's, I guess it's, oh, you, you made it another year. I thought you were talking about 18's the most irrelevant, followed by 19. No, no, Not no, no. After. Following I, 19, after, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was the, I that. yes. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news? I do have some breaking news. Breaking news. What's I got breaking the news? update from uh, Sam Sharnia that not only will Kyrie Irving be out tomorrow but james harden is out for game five against the bucks dude what a weekend for wisconsin sports i mean it was the only thing on national news all weekend for anything whether it was aaron Rodgers, the bucks or the brewers not so much the brewers but we'll get to them later and dan i I won't even say that because 
the Brewers swept the Pirates, which is pretty big, and now they are 17 of their last 21. The Brewers? Which is a huge number. Dude, they are the worst best team I in the league right now. I don't understand it. They're batting like 212 as a team, but literally no one can touch Freddie Peralta, Corbin Burns, or Brandon Woodruff, and it's just making the Brewers win every game from there. Well, their bats are coming alive, and you know what's the big factor there? Willie Adamas. MLB, well, MLB cracked down on foreign substances, and I got some stories to talk about that throughout the week because a lot of MLB players have been sounding off about the uh, the MLB uh, decision to kind of to lay into it a little bit more, and it's wild uh, out there. And I think that's directly affecting teams like the Brewers, who literally had the worst start to a baseball team for batting average of all time, outside of this year's Mariners, who are batting... Who also suck, who also suck, yes, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, Uh, but... My goodness, the the crackdown on foreign substances, I think, has changed everything. Well, it, yeah, now now we look like we were just big Albert Pujols haters, when in reality, like, there was going to be more no-hitters this year than Albert Pujols home runs if they would have let them cheat the whole year. Well, wow, shocker. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to cheat, you can't cheat for a third of the season. You know what I mean? Like, just let them cheat the whole year. Yeah, What's up yeah, with that? Guys. You know what? I, every time I see you uh, post like the description of our episodes and how you're like MLB hates fun, they do. I have a, they do. I have a feeling. I have a feeling you're gonna do it again for this episode. The MLB hates cheating. Screw those guys. Well, seriously, man. Like they were talking about all the records being broken this year and all the pitching records, but yet they knew everyone was cheating. So, like, which one was it, man? They did not just find out about Pine Tar. People were doing this for people have been doing this forever, and they know that people get caught all the time every year putting it on like their neck or on the brim of their hat or something stupid like that. So they know pitchers are trying to do this. They just well, stop caring. It's not pine tar this year. The big one is uh, what is it? Spider tack, I think, is what they are have been talking about more than anything. Uh, in fact, in fact, did did you see the interview with? Um, uh, Garrett Cole, where he got asked. About oh him. yeah, and he totally got baited out of the whole thing because he oh, was yeah. Oh my God, Garrett Cole looked so dumb. Well, on top of it, on top of it, does Garrett Cole's voice not match like his intensity? You know what I mean? He kind of has like really a match his face. I, I'm a little taken aback because I don't think I've seen Garrett Cole since he had to shave his beard for the whack ass Yankees because. We talked about that a while ago, that the Yankees require you to be clean-shaven. Right. F off. But uh, seeing him now is really unnerving. I don't – yeah, I don't know. He And he broke all those Corbin Burns records this year too, because, but he just didn't start the season with it. So now he holds the records. Corbin Burns had the record for like a week. Didn't even matter. No, no. Corbin Burns ha- ha- like still holds the record to start off a season, right? While Garrett Cole is like long term. So I mean, it's like it kind of is a horse of peace. I don't know. But, I think you'd probably rather have the Garrett Cole record, right? Yeah, I mean, it, for 
for the MLB, it works either way. I guess. I guess so. But I've been uh... asked during that press conference, you know, do you use spider tack? Do you use any foreign substance uh, for your pitches? And he literally answers with, I don't quite know how to answer that. Um, that that sounds Cole. like yeah. It sounds like he answered that right there, like right right off the rip. He does. Yes, yes. Or a no question. Yeah. <laughs> these guys, these guys think you know, baseball guys aren't so bright. They're not, but they're always trying to find the way to do something. So we'll give it up. We'll get up. You know, I've been consuming a lot of sports this week, and you know what's the one thing that's been in common with all of them is the Shaquille O'Neal printer commercials all the time. Like, what is going on with that? Have you noticed this when you're watching any games? Is that the one uh, where he is, like, trying to pretend to do, like, undercover boss or something like that? No, it's like the ones where Shaq literally is telling you that ink cartridges are expensive by this printer. They're not as expensive. No, I have not. You haven't seen that? You remember? So you remember his Gold Bond commercials, like, back in the day, right? Gold Bond. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, natural softness for all the for all the skin care. And then now he's a printer guy. So I don't know if it's only an ESPN thing or just during the playoffs, but literally every commercial is Shaquille O'Neal holding this printer up. I don't even know the brand of the printer. I just know it's Shaq. And it looks like a quarter pounder next to him, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's getting really annoying seeing Shaq just on printer commercials week after week now during these NBA playoffs. But... Well, that- that's unfortunate because Shaq does have a very fun commercial for, I, I actually don't even know what it's for, but he's doing some undercover boss thing and he, they send him in to kind of play like a, like a hidden customer. Oh, I have like seen him, that. Him wearing like an Einstein like <laughs> hair and like facial hair. And it's, it's like, all right, you caught me. And the guy's like, yeah, I, I know. I don't think it's, anyone it's could awesome. not recognize Shaq. He's got to be the most recognizable figure in the in the world, probably. Ooh. In the world? You know what? Okay, uh, maybe it's like Vladimir Putin, then Shaq. I was about to say, what about Donald Trump? Yeah, he's got to be up there, too, honestly. Donald Trump got some, uh, quote, love? Qua- clout. Clout. Years? How about clout? Uh, but cloud is still positive, so can I still put a in quotations you can, of like cloud? We I don't know. I I I think more people know Shaq than Trump. I I, I think so. Shaq oh, is man. just massive, dude. He was huge. What and like how many people bought his twenty dollars shoes? Hey, I had some dunk mans back in the day. Ex- who didn't, man? It was Shaq. Shaq the, shoes. The Walmart exclusive. Yes, sir. It was, oh, those were fire. Absolute gas. Gas pair of shoes. Um, but should we talk about this NBA playoffs, maybe? Should we? It's been pretty great. Oh, wait. One more thing before. We should recognize that officially there is a new youngest, or not youngest, latest drafted MVP, the former fat boy, Nikola Jokic. Give it up for Nikola Jokic on that one. Uh, you could also continue clapping. Uh, for his team is out of the playoffs. They did. They did so, show up for a little bit because uh, Chris nice Paul is better. Uh, well, it's time to say goodbye. Okay. 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 There they relax. go out the door. Hey, but 
But it wasn't Jokic's fault. Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, the the Suns are playing out of their mind. Well, on top uh, of it, Mike Malone, you're an ass, man, for just like calling out your whole team like that, and then Jokic goes and that. Did you see him get ejected yesterday? Yeah, but it, honestly, the game was already over. It's, uh, yeah, but it, it's a purpose thing. It was not. It's soft, soft, and I thought maybe that the Suns were gonna win either way. But you don't want the best player who's selling you the tickets to get booted out of the game for a reason that's so stupid. Come on, man. Also, why are you getting uh, ejected when you slammed on uh, campaign? Really? Dude, hey. You remember all the campaign slander back in the day, which wasn't slander at the time, but now it is. Because campaign uh, is a legit basketball player now. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe his like his run in Australia kind of changed him a little bit. But yeah, he was, as uh, was quoted on the radio at the time, a bum-ass bum dog. And now he's just... Uh, <laughs> he's he, he's on, on route to winning... NBA title. He is. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Learning from Chris Paul and actually is a productive NBA player in 2021. I don't know if anyone saw that coming, but... Oh, jeez. That was weird. But anyway, campaign. Holy shit, man. You're a legit NBA player. I never would have thought we would have saw that. And his teammate, Chris Paul, listen to these numbers in the series, okay? He averaged 26 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds... Okay, on 63-75-100 shooting. Yeah. What? Yeah. That is nuts. What is he doing? He's like, and he was also now, I believe he is the second highest point total by a player of 36 years or older in a playoff game of 37 now. What a random stat, right? That's a baseball stat in basketball. Yeah. That was a baseball stat in basketball. The, the like most home runs at seven fourteen in the night of 
like June. Uh, like, what's going on? Well, it was okay. I maybe I said it kind of bad. Thirty-five years, thirty-six years or older, most points in a playoff game. Oh, that's a lot easier. That's what I mean. I okay. That would that didn't sound so bad, right? Do you know uh, at the beginning of the playoffs, um, the the uh, Vegas odds makers, or I should say, just the overall odds makers, because it's not just Vegas running it anymore. But yeah, the number one team to like the favorites to win the playoffs were the Brooklyn Nets at plus two fifty. So a hundred dollars, you win two hundred fifty dollars. Right. Right. Do you want to take a guess as to where the Phoenix Suns were? Well, I I bet you the Lakers were like the second or third highest odds. So they the, were second. So yes. the Suns. So what were the Suns like? The second worst. Uh, the Lakers were next. With I, I think they were like plus plus three seventy five, something like that. And then there was a whole bunch of other ones. The the Suns were knocked. Way near the bottom, with plus fourteen hundred. Oh my god! Could you imagine if I would have seen those odds? I, I'm not exactly a better, though. I will say lately, I've really been kind of getting into it. Okay, I'm thinking about like playing a little here and there. All right, one eight hundred gambler not? if you have a problem. But okay, dude, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm joking. If you you throw down, uh, what you throw down twenty five bucks. And you have the potential of winning three hundred and fifty. Yeah, I, I mean that's a, a, those odds are insane. Fourteen if, to one odds—that's insanity. Well, and you know what? You got to remember though, like health. There, there. Uh, health is playing a huge factor in this playoffs this year. Healthy well, Lakers, always, and it always does. That's true. You want your team to be as healthy as possible for the Laker for the for the Lakers season for the postseason. I get it. But and it's showing up in the other uh, big series, right? You know, the Bucks realistically had no chance at the start of this uh, this like second round. They were looking terrible, and the Nets were on fire. Well, you had Joe Harris going off. Well, they were shooting 50-40-90 as a team the first two games. Remember, I think we were talking about that, and it looked like game one was. Okay, yep, we knew the Nets were going to come to play. Game two was, yeah, we have no business coming to play the Nets. Game three was, okay, we got lucky and hung on to that one. And game four was, holy shit, are we going to punch a ticket to the Eastern Conference Finals? Well, and now especially with, uh, like I said, James Harden being out game five and Kyrie Irving being out game five, the Bucks need to win this game. Need to. need to, need to, absolutely. This is such a cliche in sports. Honestly, probably the number one cliche, the idea of must-win game. This and, one is. I believe. I completely agree with you. This is where yeah. they need to make their money. And you know what? Then they can stop all this Giannis slander because everyone was hating on him because they lost oh. two games. Oh, my God. It's been coming out in droves. Not only slander for Giannis, but for Chris Paul, too. Both of those two players have been getting knocked so hard in these playoffs. And, uh, look, I can maybe back up the Giannis idea. Because, look, Giannis... Uh, he he can't hit a free throw. It's ridiculous. He needs to hit a free throw. He 
doesn't have a complete game, right? He's not a three-point shooter, and he's not a free-throw shooter. You know, he needs, like, 13 to 16 seconds to take a free-throw. Oh, my God. Some unholy reason. Who who, um, who even does that, that 10-second violation? I don't know how you get that. But anyway, continue. It, like, because of all this, there's no way that you are going to try to knock, which I, I have been hearing some radio pundits say that Giannis isn't even a top 10 player in the league. Isn't that Are ridiculous? You out of your mind? He's got to be up there. There you I, people forget that they're playing the Nets, which is the best team probably ever assembled when healthy, and they're just completely forgetting the Bucks are running into them, not just that the Bucks happen to choke in the playoffs every year, but guess what? They're facing the Nets this year. I think they get a little slack. Did you uh, see the strong push from i would assume nets fans but they were trying to start a petition for the nba to review the kyrie irving injury yeah and have Giannis get a flagrant two on that so what yeah now here's the thing if they review that what do they start the game with free throws then no if they review it then uh it's all about oh he gets ejected yeah, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to play for uh the next game. Oh my god. Soft as hell. Soft and as hell. Had, that just was a freak thing. One, that was just a like freak. Stacks up, you know? Yeah. No, look, he boxed out. If you honest, he's aggressive in the paint and he's always been that type of player. What why are they going to call it now? I will say I will say that with Steve Nash bitching about PJ Tucker's defense which P.J. Tucker was the most annoying mosquito. Loved it. Loved it. The whole thing. The whole Um, thing. Great. Perfect. With Steve Nash bitching about it, I definitely expect the NBA officials to be heightened uh, towards this next game. You think so? Oh, yeah. Well, it'll be in Brooklyn, too, right? Yes. Yes. And... uh, not to mention, the league does not want small market teams to win. Well, so here's the thing. They're on the verge of having Utah, Phoenix, and Milwaukee in the final four teams. Yeah. And, and those are probably... Which isn't exactly that big. Well, and Utah and Milwaukee are probably, you know, two of their three smallest markets. I would think OKC is probably... Maybe Memphis, too. But Phoenix... I think, um, Milwaukee is considered the smallest market team. I think it is too, and I think Utah is right there also as well. And I bet you Phoenix is low on the list too. Yeah, it it can't be very high. Uh, but I I think I think if the Bucks don't pull this off this next uh, game, if they don't win Game Five, they are not winning the series. I completely agree. I think this is a much must win game because I don't think there's going to be another game where Kyrie and James Harden are both not playing after this game. I think, oh man, yeah. Game six is. I think, especially if um, if the Nets lose and they're down three two, um, they're gonna force James Harden in. I think James Harden will play too. I don't know if Kyrie will. Kyrie's was nasty. It was gross when it came down. But I think they want yeah. James Harden in there too. It's fair enough. I don't think. I don't think Kyrie makes it. Uh, I think he is most certainly out two games. Mm. Um. And it, you know what? It even could be the series because he didn't move, man. 
It was he gross. arrived on the ground. Um, what about the other game? The Jazz Clippers. Jazz Clippers series over. Uh, did you watch any of this? I've been taking a couple notes on it. I got a couple of Kawhi, cool things. Kawhi, man. Kawhi is coming to form in this playoff Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard is probably the second best player left in this playoffs, I think. After Kevin Durant, I think we I think we can go Kawhi Leonard. He's so powerful in a game and so controlling over what happens. He really doesn't miss a shot inside like 20 feet. It's kind of insane to watch when you go through it. But holy shit, like Kawhi Leonard is so good and the rest of the Clippers are just terrible though. Uh, he's the best two-way player in the league. Oh, it's hands uh, down. And seeing the claw playing uh, in perfect form is always a good sign, man. But he he has no help. Reggie no. Jackson's been playing out of his fucking mind during this playoffs. I'll get him that. Boy, Reggie Jackson's been going. Paul George is so inconsistent in the playoffs; it's ridiculous. Now it's really interesting. Now when you go look at Utah. So in game two, the last game Utah won. So they played like nobody on the bench. They're, they're, Utah has no depth on their bench. Royce O'Neal, who started, oh. played 41 minutes. Bogdanovich played 39 minutes. Gobert played 36 minutes. Ingles played 33 minutes. Donovan Mitchell played 39 minutes. Jordan Clarkson played 29, 27 minutes, right? Of those, those six guys are the only guys that scored in the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. You do know that Utah has the best bench depth in the league this year. Um, First of all, Joe Ingles started, so he doesn't count, right? I'm just saying, but you said that the the Utah Jazz have no bench. They do have a bench. They don't use it in the playoffs. Well, you know, and most teams don't use their bench depth in the playoffs. Well, there was there's a weird thing also yesterday. I don't know if you were watching the Bucks game. Why does Thanasis come in the last minute of every quarter? Dude, he comes in for 43 seconds, gets a block, hypes the entire team and crowd up, and then he's gone. Exactly. That is what Thanasis is there for? He is a hype man. He is a groupie. Uh, he is nothing but a shot of an adrenaline into the arm of any team that he played. He almost got fucked up by Kyrie Irving yesterday, if you saw that. I would have loved to have seen it. It Oh, my God. He got crossed up. Kyrie didn't hit the shot. That's why. He did fuck up. (laughs) He did fuck up Thanasis. Thanasis was guarding him. He got crossed over right away. Right away. Took, like, five seconds into guarding him. Like, fell. Nasty. He just missed the shot. If he would have made the shot, it would have been all over SportsCenter. It would have been all over but the Jazz look like they're going to dominate the Clippers. The Clippers came out decently in Game 3. Game 4 is today. It's going to be pretty telling. I, yeah, um, this is going to be the, the one where I kind of get uh, a better feeling. Otherwise, if you think the Jazz are, are winning, guess who owes you owes me $5? I'm just saying. That's also true. That's also true. I did forget that. So I'm going to say the Clippers are the front runners now. And look like they can take control over this series. They just the Clippers just need to have a guy to have a good game. They can't ever win as a team. It it can be it can be Paul George. Paul George can have the game. He's had a couple of them where he's had the big game, but it's probably got to be Kawhi. But they never win as a team. They just no one's ever on the same page on the Clippers. It's ridiculous. Uh do you think they're kind of missing Lou Williams a little bit because I, I like don't get me wrong, Rajon Rondo eh, but 
Lou Williams just had that dog in him, right? Lou Williams did have the dog in him, for sure. And I think he could have been a huge plus to this Clippers team in this situation. I I agree. I think so. They um the Clippers they 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 they're supposed to be the second best team in the league too or top 5 team in the league at least and they've just been so terrible in the playoffs the last 2 years. We'll have to see what they can do. Um I got oh, one more hit. Oh, sorry, sorry. You got one more on this? Well, I did want to kind of talk basketball a little bit, but go ahead, finish up your thing. Well, I was, I was going to say we talked about three uh, of the playoff series. We got to touch on uh, the Sixers and Hawks a little bit too. The Sixers and Hawks is a fun series, but it's also not at the same time. These games are like yeah. looking a lot closer than they really are, you know, and it's really Philly's series to lose. Trey Young is insane. He plays way better on the road than he does at home, which is kind of crazy for a young guy in the playoffs, but he doesn't have the firepower to take down Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. No, he's not and... big enough. No, he's got nothing he's got nothing to do. He's going to drop his well, 35 it's... and he's going to get sent home in 5 games probably. You know what's uh, a little bit interesting too is um you know, we talked about it last week that the uh Boston Celtics dropped uh Brad Stevens as head coach. Well, I I'm hearing that one of the big front runners for that is actually Nate McMillan. Mm. And there's a, a a good uh group of people out there that believe he's going to leave Atlanta for Boston. Dude, that would and suck for Atlanta. That, that's going to definitely kind of mess with the heads. Just even the idea of hearing that, right? I guess it's something that like that. I, I, and the Boston's got a really good team, and that's definitely the prime destination. I think I like the Nate McMillan rumors more than I like the Chauncey Billup rumors over there. Or yeah, I, what what is what is the appeal to that? I guess he's been an assistant in the league for a year or two now, but I I don't I don't want Chauncey Billups on that team. They they need someone who's going to run it. They got one of the best young players left in the NBA right now. Jason Tatum after Luka Doncic. That's like the next best young player I think in well, the in you know the what? NBA. Don't forget they also have Jalen Brown who was not in the playoffs this year because of the injury. You know, Jalen Brown is also really good. Also I, came on this season, yeah. Personally though, I I think that Atlanta has the better squad going forward and that's saying something because the best player between the two teams is Jason Tatum that no knock on Trey Young or anything but Jason Tatum is the best like the most hyped superstar between all of the available players on the team he like I said after Luka he might be the next best under 25 year old in the league yeah and uh, you know, another thing, too, the 2018 draft class is kind of showing up this year. What a, what, what a, so that's DeAndre Ayton's year? Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. The one that gets talked about the most is Luka Doncic. That, that's his year. Right. But, you know, you got a lot of other dudes that are coming in. You, you got someone like uh, Jaron Jackson down in Memphis. Um, I, I had a whole bunch of... Well, Luca and Trey Young both were that year as well, right? Yeah, I, I mean, there's 
there's been a lot of of uh, better players to come out of that that draft that were kind of surprising. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not the 2011 draft, you know, where you get like Kawhi Leonard in that one among a, a whole slew of other superstars. But 2018's draft might be the second best in the last 10 years. We should do that. We should rank the draft classes. Do a draft on that. We can do that. Yeah, we that would that be a good one. Set up for the NBA draft. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. So, yeah, the NBA playoffs have been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I guess I do have one more little bit of NBA news I wanted to touch up on. Ooh, so, let's see if it's the same one that I'm thinking of. Okay, did you know um, Derek Rose finished ninth in MVP voting this year? Uh, did you know that... 91 out of 92 first place votes went to Nikola Jokic with that other one vote going to Derrick Rose. <laughs> that is just the stupidest shit ever. Well, he got he got the fan vote, right? He got the fan vote. I get it. I get so, it. But I love how uh, just the power in numbers could get Derrick Rose to finish above so many other way more qualified NBA players. And even steal a unanimous MVP from Nikola Jokic. What a yeah, guy! You know what? The fan vote is kind of bogus. Oh not, yeah, it, it shouldn't be a real thing. No, uh, especially in this case. Like, come on, poor Nikola Jokic could have done a clean sweep, but the trolls of the internet had to come out there and and ruin it for him. By going with sex swing Derrick Rose. Hey, don't get me wrong. Derrick Rose was a very good improved player this year. For the Knicks, sure. valuable role. He wasn't even the best player on the Knicks. So no, I... he wasn't even the most improved player on the Knicks. <laughs> it's fair enough. Randall, it's... You think that you think that maybe uh, you know they could band together to try to get Julius Randle some love, who hardly got any as, as far as the, the MVP voting. But... Come on, man. Derrick Rose, he wasn't even on the Knicks for the entire season. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was I a, forgot a all of that. deadline move, wasn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. Or at least yeah. Uh, just beforehand. Come on. I know. Man. I know. Oh, and uh, I did have one more thing. Very last thing about basketball. I'll take that back. Uh, LeBron was not in the media all week, so he felt the need that he needed to change his jersey number. So just making sure that everyone got that. LeBron isn't in the playoffs anymore, so now next year he's going to switch back from 23 to 6. Yeah, you know what? I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. There's a lot of uh, dudes that have changed their numbers. Hall of Fame players, right? You got, like, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., who went from 30 to 3. Hell, even Michael Jordan moved around on a bunch of numbers. 23, Kobe, 45, Kobe. 12. Yeah, dude, like... Come on, don't be hating on him. I'm just saying, just saying he wanted to do it in the middle of that time right there. I know he did. Space Jam 2 is not going to be nearly as good. So just want to let, just. <laughs> Space Jam 2 sucks. It's going to suck, done. man. We're going to have to do like a, a, a review. We will, we, do, we will. Maybe we could do a live review as we watch the movie. Okay, but we got to like then we can't have me playing the movie. We could do something like that. Like a yeah, mystery like a mystery science theater esque thing to it. Yeah, why not? We could do it. We well it's gonna be it's it definitely gonna be copywritten. If I can't have the audio of it cop like in there, it's gonna get striked down. For something like that, that quick. I throw in no, two no, songs. It, like 
really what we could do, we could have a live video on us, not on the movie. Right. And as we react to it, I, I feel like the sound would probably cut out enough okay. that we'd be okay. Maybe we can get we can get it down with it. We can give it a shot. We can give it a shot. Yeah, you know, we, we'll we'll talk about this and then never do it. Well, at the same time, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come. Doesn't it come out? And I'm still in California, right? So we got time. Well, that's what I mean. I would rather just do it right away for the release of Space Jam. For the lulls, I guess. You know, you got to be on time with it, on topic. So yeah, crazy NBA news. A lot of things going around. All Wisconsin sports, like I said, and. Another big one transitioning to football was the Jordan Love OTAs all last week. Yeah, dude, they were they were brutal on him, man. Dude, like, the most roller coaster of events ever. It went from this is the worst man to ever throw a football on Monday to yeah, I'm ready to start week one. Like what the fuck happened yeah. in three days, man? Well, not to mention, you know, people were saying, uh, backing up the narrative that uh, what they did for Aaron Rodgers was a travesty, and he's a complete bust and a dud, to now he's like, oh yeah, this is the definite heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. Well, and that's ridiculous that we're saying that when we also have Blake Bortles on our team, too. Like, are we so sure we don't want to try Blake Bortles a couple weeks before Jordan Love? You know what I mean? Big dick Bortles. Well, like, come on, man. There was a... Matt Scheinman is a reporter for the Green Bay Packers. He put out a tweet showing like some highlights from OTAs and started off with Jordan Love accuracy issues and finished it with a Blake Bortles touchdown pass on the same drive. Your boy. I'm just saying, are we so sure we want to try Jordan Love week one if we have Blake Bortles? Well, I mean, look, we got three games to kind of suss out everything. Um, I think they're going to need it. Uh, and I would like to see that too because – I was hyped on Blake Bortles. I, I, we were talking about it the other uh, episode, right? On who our top five available uh, quarterbacks were to potentially replace uh, what's his face, uh, Aaron Rodgers. What's his face, right? Hey, look, I've already forgot about him. I'm um, at this point. I just want him gone, man. Like he's not going to play for the Packers. He's not. He's done. Right? There's no way. Bortles, though, was on my list. And I, I think he was number two, wasn't he? I, I know he was on there. I know I remember you saying him. I really like Blake Bortles for this Packers role. I think he can finally do some good damage under a, uh, a better system. Ugh. Because Lord knows he wasn't going to be doing shit in Jacksonville. You know, I I would like to say I agree with you, but I think you're just way too optimistic on that. I, I think that it's going to be a rough year with if whatever is at the quarterback next year. But honestly, is it that serious? Like, with, with keeping Aaron on this team now, you saw what Mark Murphy said today or yesterday as well? I didn't. He, called, he said Aaron Rodgers is a um, complicated man. Well, is that wrong? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most uh, peculiar enigmas, uh, if you would, because he 
he never really opens himself up to anything or anyone. Do you think and that that like, really tries to help him with his case of we want to keep him no matter what, though? Uh, you know what? You know what is helping them with their case is the fact that they didn't find him at all. Yeah, I guess. Camps. Like, if they would have find him right then and there, you know that Aaron Rodgers is done. And, you know, if we feel that way, why wouldn't they have find him at this point? to try to get in some money. Um, but, you know, they didn't. And I, I think it was close to uh, close to $100,000. Is that right? It a day. I think it was like 93000 a day. So there you have it. Like, why couldn't they have recouped some money? Um, no, they, they clearly want to work something out with them. Uh, whether or not it gets done, you know, at this point, I don't think it does. But Aaron Rodgers cannot get traded before this season it it is just not helpful to them in the long run because the minute that they trade him those draft picks that they get in return are going to depreciate rather quickly yeah it definitely it's a new car effect on those draft picks i mean the team's going to get absolutely better and there's going to be no reason he is a, a i believe a guaranteed extra four wins he might be a guaranteed playoff berth. I I would think that's a fair bet. You know what I mean? Just Aaron Rodgers on your team alone makes you in the playoffs. Yeah, how many times has he missed the playoffs? Twice? And once he and well even when he was hurt that year, remember he came back and beat Chicago. Yeah. So the year we we sucked, he came back for one game and made the playoffs. He's a guaranteed playoff spot. Yeah, I, I, there's just no way. He cannot touch Aaron Rodgers uh, for a trade bait or trade whatever until at least the playoffs when we kind of know that this will be the number one team this will be the number two team in the draft I agree I agree and some more football news we did we talk about Julio Jones got traded on the last episode right yes he did but now he has announced that he's going to wear number two for the Titans. As we said earlier, this is the year now the wide receivers and skill positions, the jerseys have loosened up, and Julio Jones is going to wear number two on the Titans. Yes, yeah. and he, uh, his teammate, A.J. Brown, right? A.J. Brown? Yep. I almost said A.J. Bouye, and I know that's not right. Um, A.J. Brown tried to give him his number back because he was wearing 11 right. before. And he said, no, 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 you keep it. So Julio already showing to be a damn good player. Way to go, Julio. Well, uh, Quintoris Lopez, that is. That's your favorite. That's what I'm saying. Quintoris I'm... Lopez Jones. Exactly. Oh my god. Imagine he's lucky he changed his name to Julio because if he would have been doing some of the things he did to corners named Quintoris Lopez, like that's his announcer name, those calls would have been legendary on these guys. They would have abbreviated it to, like, QT or something. That way they could have called him a cutie on the air. Yeah, it would have been nothing. Nothing short of amazing. Uh, I have another football story for you. Go for did it. You see, did you see Le'Veon Bell? Uh, Trying to slander Andy Reid's name? I'll never play for Andy Reid again. Yeah, good. Well, he didn't I want you, man. You, He had four other running backs he could have played instead of you, dude. Better running backs. Exactly. Other... Yeah, what a whiny little baby. When's the last and time Le'Veon you know, Bell's been relevant? 
when he signed that deal with the New York Jets. Yeah, but never played for him. I mean, yeah. he did. He just wasn't good. Exactly. Never played well for him. Yeah. So Le'Veon Bell hasn't been relevant in like four years. It good up, good up on uh, Manti Te- not Manti Te- oh, Dear God, Tyron Matthew. Oh I, right, I, dude. I don't know why I said Manti Teo. His girl. Uh, yeah, you were just talking about his girlfriend. That's why before. Oh, uh, yikes. Funny. Uh-huh. Uh But uh, good on the Honey Badger for sticking up for everyone. Uh, on that Chiefs team because they still are the front runners to win the Super Bowl next year, right? Maybe more so now two. that their O line is fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Le'Veon, get over yourself. Yeah, pussy. Bet <laughs> <laughs> you won't say that to his face. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Probably not. And he knows James Harrison, so I can't even risk it. I can't even. Not about that. Did you see? Uh, Tigers pitcher Bo Burrows this weekend? No, I did not. So, Bo Burrows is a Tigers pitcher who um, was called up to the majors, and he was pitching during a blowout. They were getting destroyed because it's the Tigers, so what else is new? And uh, Bo Burrows actually puked on the mound. He, yeah. He laid claim to his mound. He, yeah, turned around. The video for it is pretty hilarious so if you have time i would go and look up the video of bo burrows uh vomiting on the mound your white Sox were actually playing them yerman mercedes was batting and yerman is definitely like super uncomfortable during this whole thing and is like what is going on and on top of it the tigers then sent him down after the game yeah rough day for bo burrows that's what I'm saying. What 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 more of a worse day can you have than throwing up in front of millions of people and then on top? Well, probably only like what? How many people watch Tigers games? Definitely not a million. So, regardless of that, hundreds of thousands of people saw him vomit on TV, and then he got sent back down to AAA right after. Uh, my my big uh, news with the White Sox uh, of sorts. Did you see the uh, rookie umpire, uh, Eric Barakis, I think his name is? I have no idea who Eric Barakis is. Eric Backus. Backus. Uh, he's a rookie um, uh, rookie home plate umpire this year, right? Okay. Um, so on a play at home, he is moving the bat uh, out of the way, and he ends up whipping it backwards, and it hits Jose Abreu right in the knee. Okay, I did see this. I did see this. I just didn't know that was the name. Yeah, that was, um... Okay, now hear me out. Jose, bro. What are you doing running in front of the play like that, too? At the he's same... not? Yeah, he's he, not dude, the, he's, the ump is getting the bat out of the way. I think that's what he's supposed to do as a job. He didn't th- whip it like crazy at Jose Abreu. I think that's a little bit more 50-50 than you think. Oh, okay, fine. I, I'll give him a little bit of leeway. But honestly, dude, the ump was trying to, like, take him out. Like a, what? Like a he wasn't even looking at him. He wasn't like even looking at him. Like bashing the kneecaps. Yes, uh, the Tanya Harding ump right here, actually. Dude, I'm sorry. That's... Why are you doing that? You could easily have moved the bat 
that in a much safer manner, Okay, right? well, you know, I'm sorry, I'm Dave, and I want baseball to be more fun, but then we start throwing bats at players, and it's not fun, so... Oh, what? What? I'm throwing kid- bats? I'm kidding, <laughs> okay. You know, you know what is fun with baseball is all the puns you can make with Jacob deGrom's name because of how good he's playing baseball and the degrominance that he's been on right now. See what I did there? Uh, my favorite one is he is the greatest. De- <laughs> like all the puns in the world that the MLB, they are loving this. This is the best thing to happen to baseball news writers in a while because Jacob deGrom is probably the MVP right now. Are we going to go with that? Yeah. Dude, it, it's gonna be him or Otani, man. I'm telling well, you. Well, they there's two leagues. That's just that's what I mean. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, but you know, you God, I hate that they do split MVPs. I I think it's so dumb. Give me one. I I agree. Uh, I agree. It's too much. Now that we play a lot of interleague play too. I mean, we used to not play a lot of interleague play before we, before the Astros moved over. Mm-hmm. And now we play interleague play like every month. So you might as well make it the whole league. You know what I mean? Well. They, remember they had interleague month. And right, it was just it June. Up, which, I'm sorry, I, I am all for that. Interleague month was, like, awful. It was just random baseball. Entire, yeah, give me, like, interleague play mixed up. I think that's a lot better. It was like, to, in the, you know, back when it was happening, it was like the 2006 Devil Rays versus the Pirates at, like, a 6 o'clock start time. It was, like, completely random and pointless. And no one was watching, but it was interleague play, so it didn't matter. Every no one cared. Uh, you know what they should care about though? What what was with the uh, when it was it? I think it was last Tuesday. We had not one but two players hit home runs and then get called out for not touching every base. What an idiot! Okay, Brian Hayes, man. Like, what are well, you doing? Look, for uh, for clarity's sake, one of them was a Pittsburgh Pirate player, so that's why they effed it up. Makes a sense. Makes sense. The Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, at this point, we should be talking about, like, uh, could a AAA team beat the Pittsburgh Pirates? I think we should be talking about if the Pittsburgh Pirates should be relocated. <laughs> like, at this point. They're so, so bad. So bad. Send their ass to Charlotte. But uh, it wasn't just Cabrian Hayes, but Bobby Witt Jr. also got called out on doing the same thing. Apparently, it's like the new trend in baseball. <laughs> and it's just, and you know, we can't score enough runs already, and now the hitters are just giving them back to the pitchers on top of it, too. But DeGrom, now, yesterday, or his last start, he actually had a two RBI double, right? And he now has. Five RBIs on the year with only four earned runs. Yeah. That's, that's fucking nuts, man. That's pretty good. That's nuts. What? Jacob DeGrom's .56 ERA is, like, the lowest ever since, like, 1908 or whatever. It's I, – I don't know the stat even. But holy shit, Jacob DeGrom. You make baseball look so easy. So easy. And he's not cheating because everyone hopped on his ass – and the whole Mets organization would have went to war for Jacob Degrom. He's just nasty with it, and yet they don't go to the be- they don't go to the plate for him though, because 
they can't hit when he pitches. So, yeah, dude, Jacob Degrom is is a monster, and uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of this season. It's it's been a good one so far. I agree. I agree. So um... I do want to I do want to knock one thing of this past week of baseball, especially weekend. Uh, a lot of people were giving catch of the year to that San Diego Padres fan. Did you see that? The barehand one? Barehanded with her, like, less than one-year-old in her arms. Okay, this is a woman. Yes, did you not see this? Okay, I'm thinking of a different one, then. I'll have to send you the, the link in video. But, yes, so this San Diego Padres fan made a catch while holding her child in, like, in, like, a... Like crazy Michael Jackson hanging blanket out the window <laughs> for him. Like, that's how it looked. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, give it up for this spot. Dude, no. Why are you trying to catch this ball? You know how easily you could have dropped your baby? Yeah, CPS did not enjoy that. They're not going for it. She's got all this evidence on Twitter against her now. She's pretty much fucked after that. Yeah, it was the sixth inning of the uh, Padres versus Cubs game. Uh, when was it? On Thursday. So, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm going crazy over this because everyone is in love with this woman wearing her Manny Machado jersey and everything. Oh, yeah. But, like representing that guy, too, on top of it. Okay. I, I'm sorry. You should not have been going for that ball. Well, you're you just a dad. Your you're just a dad it. now. You're You're no fun now that you're a dad. Honestly, she looked like she was all by herself, uh, to be completely honest. But, look, I will give her some props. It was a nice catch. But at the same point, no way, dude. Stop that. Okay, but now Elsie's five. If the ball's coming at her, you're going to try to catch it, right? Oh, I'm going to stop it with my hands. Exactly. Protecting her, protecting her and getting the ball uh, as well. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got one more thing. Uh, should we? Are we going to make that review our big our thing at the end i actually have one more thing that i think we should talk about okay i have i i've been watching uh i'll go on since we're on the topic of baseball i'll do mine then you can do yours and we can do the big thing i was watching a lot of the college baseball that's been going around too it seems like it's being way more advertised and aired properly for these super regionals right now not that i know any of the players or any of the guys or frankly like any history of the teams other than vanderbilt obviously knowing they are great at college baseball yeah, always yeah, nor will you uh know any of never the because there's nothing yeah. there's nothing of relevance of it during the regular season they never air anything but i was watching a couple of these super regional games okay so the number one team do you know who the number one team is have you been paying attention is it vanderbilt it's not vanderbilt it's arkansas okay okay arkansas is the number one team they outscored NC State in their first home Super Regional. They outscored them in the series 28-11, to 11, and they lost the series. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Dude, they beat them 21-2 to 2 the first game. 21-2. <laughs> and then continued to lose 6-5, 3-2 the next two games. That is... The uh, Josh Hamilton in the home run derby. What the fuck, man? You put up 28 to 11 in the run differential. And on top of it, 
you're going home early on top of it. That's fucking tragic, my guy. Oh, baseball. You're so weird. Hey, but that's just baseball, baby. That's just baseball, that baby. That is. <laughs> okay, what's your I last thing? One. Yeah. My thing is that the NCAA has expanded the college playoffs. Oh, I do have this in my notes, too. I do have that in my notes. Yeah, and instead of going from four to eight, which would be not only a natural, but perfect progression, they go to 12. Yeah, how do they do the math on that? They're going to have bye weeks? I believe so. That's so lame. That's so lame. I would assume that the top four teams get a bye week. I think that's dumb. I hate that. Um, Yeah, because I I did not see any details on that. But really, the NCAA tournament, I know it'll never happen now that it's at 12, but it should be eight teams. Eight? Eight is perfect. Well, I wonder now with 12 conferences, they damn near got to just do an automatic bid for the conferences. I, I don't. I believe they are not doing that, though. Well, well, what's the point of having 12 teams when you have 10 conferences? Yeah, you got me. I I don't know how they exactly uh, fix this this whole deal, but... It it needed to be grown. It did need to grow from four four teams. People wanted more. Eight would have been perfect, like you said. But 12, I don't know. 12 is weird. You might as well have went to 16. Yeah, it makes more sense to me. The, I don't want it's the bye weeks. Cleaner. I don't want the bye weeks. I want chaos in college football. So but if really, the lowest seed... 16? 16? Like, 12 teams is too much. That's what I'm saying. 16, but at least 16's even. The, the, I don't want no... It's college sports. The one seed plays a 16 seed. You know what I mean? Even if it's easy, they play them. Because the chance of an upset is always way more exciting in college. I, I get it. I get it. But we're just going to see a bunch... Of meaningless games, in my opinion. You might think so. You might think so. That's college uh, sports, though. College sports is always crazy. Uh, I will uh, ask you this one question. If they had uh, done this 12-team playoff from the start, do you know what is the only team that would still be uh, in every playoff um, I would, what's going to be in every single playoff? Oklahoma? No, that's a good guess, though. Ohio State. Uh, they, Ohio State is the correct answer, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people would have guessed, like, Clemson and Alabama. Uh, Alabama did have that one absolute dog shit year, so. Which is uh, always weird to think about. Yeah, you know, it's like, that's the, the outlier in, uh, in, like football right but uh yeah you know it's another thing that i found uh pretty pretty kind of like interesting is that you know uh there have been a lot of like upgrades obviously to teams making the playoffs one of them being penn state they would have made it four different years holy shit and i think that's the, like like uh i had heard it on the radio and it, it's a totally valid statement what do you think that would have done for james franklin's Career. What do you think that would have did for Wisconsin? Wisconsin was close a couple times too. I think they finished in the top twelve twice. I'm sure they could have made it at least one year. Jonathan Taylor's year when they 
were undefeated until the Big Ten Championship, they would have been in there. Yeah, probably. They would have been there. Okay, let's get to our – we got like a little small feature. Um, how about you introduce this one, okay? Because it was your idea to kind of review this, and I listened to this. But this was your idea. Let's have you do it. So, uh, as we talked about last week, um, I had mentioned one of my favorite podcasts that I listened to is a history one, a strange history, if you would, called The Dollop. It is a very fun podcast. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. Uh, one of their featured podcast episodes was one on this player uh, called Rube Waddell. Who is, uh, what a guy. Rube. What a guy. He is by far the most interesting baseball player I have ever heard of. And I, I even stated it uh, last week, the fact that they haven't made a movie on this guy, like a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley movie, is truly remarkable. Yeah, definitely could see that now. I could definitely see that after listening to this episode. And these guys did a really good job. I wanted to say that right off the rip. Um, what was the what, – one of them's from Milwaukee as well. So Dave, Dave Anthony and uh, Gareth. Reynolds. Uh, I can never remember. Reynolds? What? Is it Reynolds? Ooh, Reynolds. That, that might sound, be it. That that, I think right. that sounds right. I think that sounds yeah. right. But anyway, put Milwaukee on the map. Got to shout out those guys. But they did a really good job presenting this guy. Not that it was that hard, because this guy was just insane. I've never even heard of him until before this, but I didn't know I needed to know who Rube Waddell was until I listened to this podcast. Started off doing alligator wrestling. I, I mean, right then and there, you're already, your ears are perked up, and you're intrigued. Well, from the beginning, he's a, he's from... Pennsylvania, and he has zero education. Like, he didn't go to high school at all. Doesn't know how to read. Doesn't know how to read. It is also, to put a setting on it, like the early 1900s. A little bit into the 1800s, too. So, we're at the turn of the century, and he is probably... What is going on with my computer right there? I hope that doesn't pop up. up. It was blowing up for some reason, and I can't put you on mute because then all of a sudden, like... I'm not going to be able to hear you. But anyway, regardless of it, he found out he had a strong pitching arm from throwing rocks at birds because that was his favorite (laughs) hobby. Dude. What the fuck was this guy on? uh, Legendary manager Connie Mack uh, had said right off the bat, he has more stuff than any pitcher I have ever saw. I ever saw. Like, Connie Mack knew that this guy was no joke. No, and you know, on top of it, uh, my favorite my favorite part, I think, from this whole thing was how he was offered free tuition to a college to come pitch, by the way, to a guy who never went to school before, and they also were going to pay him a dollar for every game and give him free tobacco after every game as well, too, to play <laughs> for them. And, like, who, and he was averaging 15 strikeouts a game. He was... in, it's it's absolutely insane. In 1904, he had 349 strikeouts, and the next guy had a was 110 behind him. He won the so... triple crown in 1905. The triple Dude, crown. It, it, 
there's a reason why this man was inducted into the uh, MLB Hall of Fame. So, or I should say the Baseball Hall of Fame or whatever it is. Like, it, this dude is freaking fantastic, not only on the field, but his off-the-field antics as well. So, some of his off-the-field stuff here. Um, first of all, he had multiple occasions on when a fire truck would come by, he would yes. leave the field in the middle of the game yes. and chase the fire truck. <laughs> Like, like, honestly was pitching and saw the fire truck going by and thought, you know what? Yeah, I need to go help. I'm, I'm there. He's got credited with saving 13 lives in his lifetime during baseball games. <laughs> he just loves fire and fire trucks. What, what is, he, he was, it was ridiculous. He was easily one of the dumbest guys to ever play the game, but he, he used to, um change while walking to the pitcher's mound did you hear that too yes yeah he used to get to these games and he was in street clothes at game time and would just get butt ass naked all in front of him as well so he was he was actually showing up to many of these games drunk off his ass yeah but babe ruth was doing that way way after him too you know what i mean Uh, i i get it i get it but Rube Waddell started it off, baby. Fair enough. Yeah, he walked so that Babe Ruth could roll. <laughs> he... Uh, <laughs> what What about um, in the offseason, he was a uh, rugby star instead, yeah. too, of having a legit yeah. job. And a semi-pro football player. I mean, this guy has did everything, and especially if it meant getting aggressive, he was going to do it. It, yeah, didn't matter what at all. He was bitten by a lion uh, back in the day. He, But on top of it, no matter how badass this guy was, because he would fight fans, um, if there was a and puppy in the... Yeah. And and uh, not only the, the team he was playing against, but his team as well. Yeah, didn't matter at all. But the biggest way to his heart was if you brought a puppy to the field too because then that meant he had to go pet it and no matter what Rube Waddell may be the biggest asshole ever but he just he understands the knowledge that if there's a dog there are no bad dogs Uh, that 1905 season that you're talking about he had uh an incentivized reason for doing so well in 1905 uh, because if he didn't he was going to be sent to prison because he had an indictment for assault with a deadly weapon jesus christ man this guy was fucking nuts dude he had he had a 50 dollar fine for excessive drinking on the pirates and after two days he quit the team because of that and it, they were they were talking about it on the podcast so like, isn't the first day just packing unpacking like how did you get kicked off the team and just quit left it. yeah in two days two days he was already gone He's just, he's just the most insane character I have ever heard of, and I will, I will stand on the highest mountain and shout that this needs to be a movie. If it's the fact that it's not is a complete travesty. This is so 
made to be a goddamn movie. This needs like you're you're saying Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. I'm thinking like Steve Buscemi as Rube Waddell. Uh, that's not a bad one. I mean, Rube was pretty big though, dude. He was a big guy. Was he? Yeah. I guess I didn't look at that. I was too busy seeing all this other shit about him. Um, don't forget, he used to ice his arm after games, not because of the pain, but because he didn't want to burn a hole in the catcher's glove because he thought he was throwing so much gas, too, <laughs> on top of it. And that's a real hey, alpha move. I respect that right there. That, that's... Is, that is some MLB, uh, like some baseball conspiracy shit, which baseball is great for. I, I think that is a fantastic little bit i love it i love it right there there's no way that he's burning a hole in the glove he's probably throwing 82 back in 1902 you know what i mean his uh like his favorite player in the league okay uh, attempt as i attempt to say this name uh aussie shrekengoss yep who, uh, they just shortened it down to shrek uh which is also equally great nickname great nickname uh, again made for movies uh but he he used to have to ice his hand as well because his hands were getting bruised and he had like splintered bones in his hands from Waddell's pitching. Jesus Christ, man. Oh my God. Yeah, he, Rube Waddell, what a guy. Um, if you haven't, you should definitely check out that podcast because they do a great job going into it. And it's more of a recommendation to go listen to them because holy shit they were funny the whole time and this guy we don't even do it justice just giving out what he just did right there he was the, insane the story just goes on for hours i think it, the podcast itself is close to two hours long it's worth every second of of listening and uh, and that goes for a lot of their episodes too the dollop please check it out give them some love they've never even heard of us i i just have to say how much i love that podcast agreed agreed definitely check it out okay i do have one last thing i lied before Uh oh one last thing one last thing so um i am working out in pasadena for the next eight weeks out in california here so i figured gotta give you a little update game one in the books royal seco saints are one and oh baby 12 12 to 3 yeah <laughs> who, who is their star player? Um, that I'll never, I'll never hear of. There was um, there's a couple of guys that were pretty legit. There's we got this guy named uh, Jackson Cobb. He's pretty good. He had a that's like a baseball name. Yeah, that's a baseball name ja- right there. Well, he's from Texas. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And then uh, my another good name, Brandon Boning. Uh, that's a poor name. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He also started off the game with two hit-by-pitches. He got hit-by-pitch in both his first at-bats of the game. So, that was rough. But, they they put out, we put out um, eight pitchers in nine innings, and the other team had no idea what the fuck was going on because of that. <laughs> they were they were so pissed. You oh knew, <laughs> they were like, because we were just... Burning through your entire bullpen. Well, it was one inning. Everyone got one inning. Like, it was, that's how it went. And, right. uh... It was just a test day because we don't have another game until Tuesday. And Again? who are they playing? Uh, we'll be playing the Ventura County Pirates, I believe. Oh. And that will be my first game 
broadcasting as well. Ooh. Yes. So. I Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll uh, I'll definitely post something on Snapchat or Facebook or whatever so that there'll be a link for something like that. But I wanted to give them a shout-out because it's cool. That's where I'm going to be for the next, you know, eight weeks, two months. And it's only been a week. Does it feel like it's been a lot longer already? Yeah, I mean. I feel like I've been gone forever, and it's been six days. You, you've also been bored in, like, whatever building you're in is – is it an apartment complex or what? Uh, yeah, I got like a little apartment over here. Um, it's not it actually looks not like that, a dorm. It's not that terrible, man. I honestly, I, I thought it was gonna be worse. There was no okay. So good thing I didn't bring my PlayStation because there's no TV. So yeah. that would have been a big L right there. I brought my computer and my setup so I could record these, obviously. But we've been just chilling. I mean, it's like. I'm having a really good time. The Pasadena's got great weather. It's super nice here. I will. I, I still haven't adjusted to the time zone, so I've been waking up at quarter to five every day and going to the gym. And which is still early for you. Oh, seven a.m. Yeah, that's what I mean. On top of it, but I'm also not sleeping in a dungeon anymore. So yeah, like yeah, the sun's waking me up. That's fair. Yeah, but I'm having a good time so far. And very good. I thought this episode went pretty well for being the first one online, right? I, I'm liking it, but we're not done. We still got quick hits, baby. Oh, go get your quick hits out of the way then real quick. All right, all right. Qu- first quick hit. Go. Chad Johnson in that boxing match. Not to mention Logan Paul getting mopped oh, by Mayweather. Dude, you know what? Before you go on your more quick hits, he was kind of eating those. He was kind of eating them. He was getting rocked. But Logan Paul, he was eating punches. Oh, he was exhausted, dude. I don't – hey – Stone jaw, baby. He was eating punches. <laughs> he was eating punches. Uh, my next one. The Detroit Lions came out with their new, uh, like, hat for the season. Did you see it? No. It's so, it's so Detroit Lions. There's a giant L on the hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> they really they really didn't get that pass let's, there? Let's see if I, can, if I can get it to you. Look at that. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no shit. No shit. The Lions are the Lions, and they're going to do what they do. But Fair enough. Uh, and my last one. In Poland, there was a soccer game playing, and a parachuter ended up landing in the middle of the game. Mm. Hold on. Not the worst part. He actually drew a yellow card. Oh, fuck yeah. He got a stat, too? <laughs> They threw a card on the fan? That is amazing. Yeah, that guy that's worth the fine right there. If he got the if the, he got the card. It was the game between oh dear god. ZKS Olympia El Blog versus Pisa Primavera Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And that's our soccer knowledge right there. So on top of that, my quick okay, I got two more quick hits right here. Jokic also is the first player. To win MVP since Kobe Bryant playing every single game. I think that's pretty legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, There was only 72 games. Oh, and the last thing, my last quick hit, Bartolo Colon. 48 years old, threw a complete game in the Mexican League yesterday, winning 6-2. It was only a seven-inning game, but I don't care. He's 48 years old. Man. You know we, we do, about- especially on this podcast. Especially <laughs> yes. on this podcast. Yes, 
way to go. Big big boy Bartolo's coming back. One career homer. One career homer. Same as same amount as Kesson Hero has this year. Okay. Alright. Thank you guys for listening to Down the Wire. Uh, make sure to check us out on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, or of course on the chairshot.com. That was a good one. First one online, baby. Give me a yellow card. Peace. Hey, you know what the fuck this is. <laughs> Not. <laughs>your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.